Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from our temporary Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And it's been so rainy today. Uh huh. So, so, so fucking rainy. Um, but remember yesterday how I told you that I was bound to um, screw up or something? Well, I did. Apparently, I didn't put the last segment on there. So, I'm re-recording it for the fourth time. Okay, so Brian Singer has settled the lawsuit um, that came from um, you would think I would know this by heart by now, but no. <laughs> um, he, uh, Caesar Sanchez Guzman said to Brian Singer. Or he says that Brian Singer molested him when he was just 17 years old. Um, Brian Singer forcefully sucked his dick and um, made other sexual advances that were not welcome or wanted. Brian Singer, of course, says this is all hogwash and it just uh, um, a money-grubbing whore's chance at a few bucks. Um, however, Brian Singer seems to be taking a radical step back um, and, and actually just paying the lawsuit. Um, he settled the lawsuit for $150,000, though he claims no, uh, no guilt for this at all. In a statement, uh, his lawyer said, Mr. Singer has denied even knowing this individual, let alone allegedly having interacted with him, for more, than 15, with him more than 15 years ago. The decision to resolve the matter with the bankruptcy trustee was purely a business one as litigation costs would exceed the amount requested by the trustee to pay off the creditors who were owed money when the debtor filed for bankruptcy. Here's the thing. If you don't even know somebody, why are you going to give them $150,000? Prove you don't know them and the judge will throw the shit out. It's that easy. Unless you have really shitty lawyers. And... Brian Singer is one, I don't want to say one of the wealthiest men, but he's certainly wealthy enough to be able to afford good lawyers. So what I'm thinking here is it's a case of, oh, fuck, I better settle before I get my ass in more trouble. Um, of course, him settling also gives the um, impression that he's a good guy and he's just trying to help these kids, even though they're, you know, saying all these mean, false things about him. But the truth of the matter is, again, I go back to, if you didn't do it, why settle? Why not clear your name? Because even if you are innocent, let's pretend for one second I actually believe that Brian Singer is innocent. Why in the world would you settle a lawsuit for someone you don't even know who's accusing you of such a malicious thing when you know that the public is always going to look at you and say, you paid for his silence? You paid for his silence. And I'm not sorry about saying that because it's, it's, it's absolutely true. Brian Singer paid for somebody's silence and he is trying to make it appear as though he's innocent or he's a good guy, but he's not. If he was a good guy, he would not have multiple accusations of sexual harassment and assault, uh, especially among on teens. You know, and that's the whole thing... Um, 
I think that's what bothers me more than anything about this whole situation is um, he there's so many so many so many allegations against him that it's not even funny you know it's For a while, it was like every other day, a new a new boy or new man was stepping forward and saying, this is what Brian Singer did to me. Um, and I'm trying to remember, and I should have researched this more, but I think um, Sanchez is... Um, Sanchez Guzman was the one who... Um, Brad Refno actually said, I watched them fuck. Like, and was supposed to be... I might have him confused... Um, but remember that whole story where Brad Refno was uh, allegedly Brian Singer's boyfriend and Brian Singer was just screwing this guy in front of him and was like, yeah, this is what I like. Why don't you do this more? Good guys don't say that. They just don't. Um, just so you know, there's a special guest appearing later on in the show with me. So stay tuned for that. And I have a bunch more gossip for you coming up. I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, uh, I've been keeping an eye on all these reboots and revivals and whatever. Uh, and the one that has me most intrigued is, of course, um, the Daria spinoff. Originally, it was called Daria and, uh, Daria and Jody, And they were supposed to have um, the two characters interacting um, as women, but it appears as though that idea has been scrapped in favor of, um, in favor of just Jody. Um, it, no, the, the, the title of the show is actually just, it Jody. Um, I, I can't say just Jody because... <laughs> People who are fans of Lily Grace will understand why that was so difficult for me. <laughs> um, but, so they they probably, they it seems like they scrapped Daria. And people are wondering why. Especially since Daria is such an iconic character. Um, people would love to see her. And I don't disagree. I, th- I actually do think that people would love to see her. And I think that's partly why... Um, they, they scrapped, um, Daria being part of this, um, obviously no offense to, um, to the character of Daria, I love her, um, but it'll, it'll, first of all, it would be nice to see Jody just alone, I'm hoping she's not still with Mac, but she probably is, um, so the new show is going to focus on Jody as she navigates work and being Gen Z and social media and all that stuff. Um, my, my, one of my biggest issues is she's not Gen Z. Uh, Jodi, Daria, and the rest of the gang, except for the parents, should all technically be millennials. But of course it's a cartoon and I'm not going to pick over that. Um, Especially since they hired Tracy Ellis Ross to play, um, or to voice Jody. 
Um, and ooh, here is what Tracy Ellis Ross said about playing Jody. I am thrilled to bring this project to life with MTV, both as executive producer and by voicing Jody's character. Being able to give fresh, uh, being able to give voice to fresh fem- feminist and unexplored stories of young women excites me. Jody spinoff will spin off from the cult classic Daria, and with the brilliant, sweet, and sarcastic black girl magic that is Jody Landon, we will feature a diverse cast, com- compromised, comprised rather, mainly of unap- unapologetically smart and ambitious young female characters who are vulnerable and flawed and interesting and funny. As a very cool bonus, Jody will be the first adult animated show in almost 20 years that will star a black woman. It will be a smart, funny workplace comedy full of commentary about everything from gentrification to sex to tech to call-out culture. And, you know, I'm sold from that alone. Um, the fact that um, Tracy Ellis Ross is so excited about this has me excited. Um, this is part of the MTV Studios' um, attempt to relaunch or um, revamp several properties, including um, Daria of the Real World, which is playing over on Facebook, and... Um, there's another one and I forgot, but that one hasn't been sold yet. Um, everyone is uh, everyone is expecting Jody to probably end up um, either at Hulu or Netflix, and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it's probably not gonna go to Netflix. Um, I would not be surprised if it ended up at Hulu with a multi-season um, commitment. Uh, and the reason why is just because it is such a cult classic and it, with a big name like Tracy Ellis Ross, you're going to want as many episodes as possible of this. And, um, some people have been asking what happened to Jessica Cindy Jackson, um, the original Judy Landon. Uh, she apparently quit show business and is now a professor at NYU in, I think, the communications department. So, I'm kind of curious as to how she feels about this. Um, and if she's okay with the recast. But I guess that's just something we'll never get to know. I'm going to go and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. So I've been trying to figure out how to frame this um, story. And I'm just going to do it um, as a blind. Um, it, it's going to come to us from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, go to blindgossip.com. The reason why I decided to um, have basically two special segments today is because this story is a little... Um, it's a little more complicated, and I'm not sure how I can articulate each point. 
So I wanted to, excuse me, I, I think reading the blind um, verbatim and then talking about it after will help um, fill in some of the plot holes of this really weird story. So, um, the blind is called Family Jumped Out of the Frying Pan. Um, in an attempt to fix some unfavorable publicity about their family, they just made it worse. We previously told you about this family trying to downplay the creep factor and put themselves out there as the moral people. So the son pretended to, quote-unquote, break up with his controversial paramour. Only, right after he did that, he managed to land himself in another bad situation. They thought that if he publicly matched up with another woman, it would make it look more normal and like he had put his girlfriend in the rearview mirror. Turns out that he wound up jumping out of the frying pan and right into the fire. Let's just say that someone is in trouble and they can all add another scandal to the list. The entire family is trying to play it off casually, but the situation is anything but casual. He has to stay put and stay quiet, though, or else there will be even more scandal. Guess he won't be breaking up with her until after a certain big event in 2020. It's almost comical how all of this is playing out. The more they try to pretend to seem moral, the more trouble they create for themselves. These are all... These are all unforced errors. If they would stop being creepy and greedy and druggy and kept their zippers up, these things wouldn't keep happening. Daddy has got to be pulling his plugs out over this. So this is Hunter Biden and uh, obviously former Vice President Joe Biden is his father. Um, Dr. Jill Biden is his mother. Um, And his new wife's name is surprise <laughs> Melissa Cohen. Okay, so here's why I was having such tr- trouble. Um and I mentioned yesterday that I was looking into this because I knew that there was going to be more to the story. So, uh, Hunter Biden was dating his sister-in-law, Haley Biden. Um Haley's husband died, of course, um and like right after right after Bo died, Hunter and Haley got together. And everyone was like, Oh no, it's not weird, it's 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 okay, like you know, they're helping each other grieve. Yada yada yada. Okay, uh, I don't know how you guys grieve, but that's not how I grieve. <laughs> so then it gets a little stickier because um, we know that Haley and Hunter just broke up. And so, so he literally did just jump from one relationship to another. And people are, there are some people online who are like, maybe he was cheating on her. Maybe she got tired of it. I don't think that's the case. I actually think Blind Gossip has it right where, um... I think they're actually still together. But they had to break up. Um, because of the ick factor of that whole thing. But I'm also now starting to wonder... 
um, how this Musa character plays into all of this because um, in a bombshell report, page six is reporting that up until recently, um, up until recently, Melissa had a boyfriend. Um, well, they broke up in February, but they were still quote unquote hanging out, which is usually code for they were back together, but they didn't want to tell anybody. And then suddenly, nobody knows what's going on. It's all very weird and all very dramatic. I swear someday someone is going to make a soap opera out of the Bidens. Hopefully not because he's president. Um, I'm going to go on that note, and I'm going to be right back with a special guest. And I'm back. And joining me for this segment is a very special guest star. Not that special. I'm here all the time. Hey, everyone. It's Will. So Will joined me so he could bring you the big breaking political news today. Yes. A um, really fantastic piece of news for any reporter in the audience, or anybody who's even remotely interested in journalism, Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be stepping down from her post as Trump's press secretary at the end of the month. This isn't the first time that she's threatened us with a good time, though. Last last year, she was supposed to leave and then stayed. However, this announcement came from... Trump's Twitter feed, so about as official an announcement as this administration gets. By the way, do you hear that? What am I supposed to be hearing? The The cheers? The the sound of champagne bottles popping (laughs) over at the New York Times headquarters. (laughs) Oh. I really wish I could be in the CNN studios right about now. (laughs) Sarah... Unlike a lot of figures in the Trump administration, Sarah Sanders did not give a reason for her departure. And we don't, and there's no big, obvious scandal that we know about that's forcing, her, that's forcing her out. She seems to still be in Trump's good graces. She's been a fairly, she's been an extremely loyal foot soldier for his administration her entire time as press secretary, winning praise from him for being combative with reporters and lying all the time in press briefings, even as she earned scorn from from more official news outlets. It seems that her testimony to Mueller could be playing a part where she admitted that she misled and or outright lied about certain things. That's true. Her, her credibility did take a pretty serious blow after the Mueller report. She claimed that her comments were taken out of context and that she was misquoted. But, um, well, as I'm sure any regular listener of the news and even this podcast will know, she claims a lot of things, and most of them are not true. It's possible that... The, that um, to be certain, she hasn't had a press briefing since the Mueller report came out, although... She hasn't had an official press briefing in significantly longer than that. It's been 94 days as of recording time since 
the last official press briefing. I didn't realize it had been that long. Although she's gone on Fox a couple of times. Because, you know, state media that will say whatever Trump asked them to say. Yeah, uh, I guess she found a more receptive audience there. There is some speculation that the pressure's starting to get to her, maybe, or all the speculation about her role in the administration and the constant damage to her credibility that comes with serving it it has started to get to her. In a recent interview with the LA Times, she basically, she said that everyone assumes you think like everybody else in your family and you're kind of boxed into that and implied she has struggled to forge an identity while being associated with a well-known political family. Her dad, Mike Huckabee, was the governor of Arkansas and was a presidential candidate. And it has nothing to do with, you know, lies being spouted to support the orange tyrant in the White House. Yeah. Part, obviously, part of that's just speculation. But I can't really, even if it's true, I can't really feel that much sympathy for her because a lot of the damage to her reputation has been self-inflicted. I mean, people don't, people don't think she thinks a certain way because she's related to Mike Huckabee. They think she thinks in this way because she, you know, come out and comes out and says it on national television all the time and picks fights with reporters who try to argue with her. And no, it's not her job to do that. Anyway, it's a real shame that we have a policy here on Drunk Gospel about making ourselves as clear as possible. Otherwise, I'd be able to play Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead in the background of this video. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all hearing it right now. I think I'm letting my bias show, Ed. But oh, in any case... I do that all the time. Sarah Sanders is certainly the um, longest-lasting press secretary, or even any person in the communications department, which does not actually have a director. Since Bill Shine left, Trump's, uh, Trump's communications office has not had a director. He cannot keep staffers. No, he can't. He's just, like, he's just going through them at absolutely breakneck speeds. All right, got but it. But anyway, Sarah Sanders, she's on the way out. Trump seems to think well of her, said that she should run for governor of Arkansas when she next gets the chance. Oh, and, boy. Which is quite uh, an unusual, quite unusual given how his last uh, couple of press secretaries left. Uh, I can't say I had a high opinion of her run. She didn't even give us the entertainment that old Sean Spicer did. No hiding in the bushes for her. Anyway... I think that's about as far as I can stress this topic. We will be right back later, or more accurately, Ed will be right back with some news about I'm sure somebody's favorite ball player, Cuba Gooding Jr. All right, I'll be right back. And I'm back. And Will asked me to clear something up. First, he asked me to try to edit, um, and I did really try to edit it, but um, it just wasn't working out properly, probably because I'm tired. Um, but he said that Cuba Gooding Jr. was an athlete, and in fact, Cuba Gooding Jr. is an Oscar-winning actor. He's banging his head against the wall right now in frustration with himself. 
Um, but so I did want to clear that up. He um he is aware that he made a mistake. Um, and honestly, it was my fault. I thought he was doing a bit, and it turns out that he wasn't. <laughs> um, funny how that works, right? So, um, the whole reason why we're even talking about Cuba Gooding Jr. is because he actually was arrested for groping a woman. Now, some people are saying I should say, some people are saying I should say allegedly, some people are saying, um, all sorts of things. Uh, but I feel like they're, at this point... There's enough evidence that he's being charged and was asked to um, come in to the police um, department on, or they would go and arrest him. So that tells you the strength of the case that they have. Um, at least I think it does. Um, I, you know, I've been wrong in the past and I've openly admitted it, but... Truthfully, in this case, I don't. I don't think I'm wrong. Um, I think he played with fire, and he just is not going to get away with it. Um, so the incident allegedly happened over this weekend, and um, it was at the Manhattan rooftop bar called Magic Hour Rooftop Bar and Lounge. And, um, here's what Cuba Gooding Jr. has to say. There's a tape that shows what really happened. I believe in the system and will let the process speak for itself. The woman apparently left the bar, called 911, um, after he touched and groped her. Um, it sounds like he's trying to say that it was consensual. Um, it, from this, I... From what I've heard, she's saying, no, that was not consensual. Do you know what consensual is, sir? Um, so, you know, there's, there's that. Um, um, here's a fun fact. Um, I know Mandy will love this. Um, if my sister is listening, she will love this. The special victims unit is actually investigating this case. Um... For those of you who don't know or are not aware of the reference, um, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, or as it's commonly called, SVU, is going into a record-breaking 21st season this fall. And it is one of the most beloved shows ever. So that's for you, Mandy and Shannon. I hope you guys are happy. Um, that I, I broke a super serious story just to throw that in there for you. That's how much I love y'all. Um, so, there's been a lot of jokes about Cuba Gooding Jr. running from the law because originally he was not going to turn himself in. Um, and I mentioned that earlier. Um, there were there were quite a few people who believed that he was going to flee the city. He didn't, of course. He actually did turn himself in, and he was charged, um, 
I'm sorry, he wasn't charged. He was, um, he spoke with detectives, um, with his counsel present. Um, and then later on in the day, he was charged with forcible touching. Um, the woman was 29 years old and says that he touched her breast. Uh, here's the thing, okay? I've been doing a lot of observing of Manhattan culture. And there are quite a few straight guys who believe that women owe it to them. Um, they owe them sex and whatnot. Um, and I was actually planning a, a segment on this. Uh, because it's just ridiculous. Like, you know... When Mandy came to town, when we recorded together, I don't think I paid for anything. I mean, she was so generous with me. Um, And, you know, it was just one of those times where I was in awe. But that doesn't mean, you know, that I felt like I owed her anything other than conversation and laughs, which we always have no matter what. (laughs) You know, so, you know, and maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just because of my and Mandy's relationship. But, you know, I see these guys out at the bar and they buy a girl a drink. And then they're shoving their hands down their, the guy is shoving his hands down her pants. Or, um, he buys her a drink and thinks that she should just get on her knees and blow him. Honey, you bought me tequila. Okay, you did not buy my mouth on your dick. Um, and Cuba Gooding Jr. has a reputation um, of being that sort of dude. Which is very unfortunate because, you know, you really want to like him. Um, he's won an Emmy, he's won an Oscar. I believe he may have won a Tony at some point. I could be wrong. Um, but, you know, you, you genuinely do want to like the guy. And he just makes it so damn difficult. So damn difficult. Um, and here... Um, I should have planned this segment better, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> so here is what he said later on on the courthouse steps. It's been a long day. Um, and there was, uh, oh, he extended his well wishes to David Oritz, who was shot over the weekend. I'm sorry, if the reporters are asking me, you know, about something, I'm going to answer about the pertinent, um, the pertinent question. I'm not going to bring up another story. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But then again, nothing that that man does makes sense anymore. (laughs) You know, and it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, and I'm not. I swear I'm not. Um, I, there are so many things I could say about him, um, but I'm just gonna say, I believe he's guilty. I believe that there is um, 
more to the story than what meets the eye. And I think we're going to find out later on what's really going on. I also think that right now I'm going to take a break. Oh, no, I'm not going to take a break. I'm ending the show. (laughs) Wow. So, y'all, you can let Will know that I screwed up, too. (laughs) All right. I'm going to end the show because I'm super duper tired. Thank y'all so much for listening, as always. And until next time, cheers.